0: Yeah. To... All right, team. Hope we are well. Hope we all had a lovely, lovely weekend, whatever you get up to, um, in the chat box. And then, of course, if you're listening to this back, let me know what did you get up to, what did everyone get up to at the weekend. Uh, I, myself, was fortunate enough to go on a wee, uh, race day experience, uh, driving around six laps in a, a, a Ferrari and uh, six laps in a, a Lamborghini. So zero to 60 in about three, 3.4 seconds um amazing highly highly recommend that day out um and i believe if you're one of those people who's really good at finding groups uh groupon deals um she my my, my i'm not gonna say mother-in-law but my girlfriend's mom found one and it was like 40 percent off 50 percent off so you can you can find it and uh, i would i would highly recommend it anyway um, so let's get a show on the roads as always team a little bit of an overview and now that we're kind of heading into autumn look a lot of people are kind of slowing down now that we're heading into winter this is kind of naturally the time where people kind going to go into hibernate and the majority of people start thinking right well i'll just start in january um because now is not the right time to focus on weight loss however when you focus solely on the number on the scales that being over your, your overall health and well-being well you're very you, you kind of restrict yourself to the things that you can control so again uh this week we've just got Mondays. Next week, we've got Monday session. We're also gonna do the client hot seat next Thursday. We may be a little bit later next um, Thursday. Just I do have a presentation. I'm doing a guest speaking webinar. So we might even be kicking off at 7.30. But again, the client hot seat is always, always loaded with gold, always loaded with nuggets for whoever stood out and uh, done the best this month. So as always team, success is the relationship between critical reflection and strategic projecting. So I wanted to share with you Three lessons that I've sort of seen over the course of the week. And then, of course, how to kind of put that into plan of practice in terms of moving forward. And, um, like, I want to first start off by just, like, I want to just say how amazing you guys are doing. Like, I want you guys to give yourself a little bit of credit for the work that you are doing. Because when you think about it, this hasn't been a normal last 12 months. It's not been a normal last 24 months. Like even our spending like has been all over the place. Like instead of having a big sort of spending at Christmas and a lot of people didn't really do that sort of much. And then we kind of spent everything on Amazon and then we kind of came out of lockdown and kind of came out. It's been very, very confusing. And I was speaking to someone and they said, like, I honestly just feel like I'm going through the motions. I feel like when I put my makeup on at work, I'm putting on this brave face. I'm being a nurse is um, she was a person at the gym, actually. And like, I'm putting this brave face on and I feel this. I feel amazing when I go to work. But See, the second I leave work, when I leave that job role as the NHS, I take off that makeup and I just feel like I'm just half the person. I just it's like you put on a brave face and. Again, I really want to just say to you guys, like like we're all doing the best with what we have. We all are doing the best that we can. And I just want to share my appreciation for each and every single one of you here right now and listening back to this. Like this is honestly the best job in the world. And I'm so, so grateful for the opportunity to help you by your side. And again, I hope you guys are seeing the things that you are doing i hope you are giving yourself credit for the things that you are focusing on so i want to just start off with that um the next thing i kind of wanted to look at was this idea of corporate planning and discipline and structure and I know that we speak a lot about discipline over these last couple of weeks and I think it's it's really good to kind of think about how can we not move away from discipline how can we understand it harness it and then utilize it because a lot of people feel that when I check in it's like I need to plan I know I just need to put a plan in place I just need to get a plan of attack in place when I don't have a plan everything kind of falls away it's just I just see if I plan everything else makes sense Give me in the chat box a yes or no. Do you agree with that? Like, is that something which you feel like you need that plan of attack to follow through on? But like, on the contrast of that is we can't plan for everything. So how do you then deal with it when you have the perfect plan in place and you feel you need to be super organized and super on top of it and super strict? And then all of a sudden, something knocks you back. Because it's going to happen. And this is the thing, we can't plan for everything. So it's how do we then regulate that? Yeah, Jay's saying the exact same thing. I was like, yes, it's super important to plan, but no, because we can't plan for everything. 100% Jay, absolutely. So understand that your plan is only useful so long as it remains useful again, like, for example, let's say you've got a workout planned for seven o'clock tomorrow morning. And, um, and you stay up late last night, maybe you've got, some, I know some of you guys watching this have, have kids, I know some of you guys listening to this back have kids, you stay up late because whatever happens with the kids and then you don't get to bed and then you wake up at six o'clock as you normally do and you're like, you know what, that just doesn't sound like the, the best idea, I'm just going to go back to sleep and then you miss your workout and you wake up again, although you've had a really good sleep, you feel so much better for it, then you get out of bed and you're like, oh, fuck, should have done that workout. Like, If we are falling into that sort of criticism, if we're falling into that critical, like the critical criticism, should have, that's when we really kind of start falling into guilt. That's when we really start kind of falling into shame. That's when we feel we're threatened. Or let's say it's like a meal plan, for example, if you've got your meal plan laid out, organized out, but then you're out with friends and family and then they offer you to go somewhere else. The guys, full transparency here. I went out last night um, for obviously that race day and driving home, I got fish and chips. It's been about seven months since I had fish and chips and it was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Even better because I left some. I left a couple of chips. I left a wee bit of the fish. When I got offered does it, like when I got offered Megan's, I was like, no, nah, I'm like I'm good. Usually, you know, like sometimes you, you take it. Um, but to be in that position and know that, you know what, like I didn't plan for a fish and chips. When we were driving home, I was just like, how good does a chippy sound? That sounds dynamite. Let's get on it. Your plan only remains useful so long as it is still useful. And this is what i mean when it kind of comes back so so thinking about this like this is biology this is psychology we need to just start to understand the difference a little bit so when you have something like this trigger you there's two parts of this there's the five senses you hear something you touch something you smell something you taste something and again this goes into kind of the fight or flight response but then there's of course the whole stories that you're telling yourself the memories that you've had the predictions that you're putting on yourself the judgments so that you feel of other people the images again the stories that you're telling yourself how can again how can one person eat a chocolate bar and feel okay and the other person feel they've ruined their diet It's the story that they're telling themselves. So what happens when we get into that, when we feel that we're threatened? It goes a little bit deeper than just, I fucked up. Like, when we look at the parasympathetic and then the sympathetic nervous system, like, your ability to... More, um, manage your heart rate, ma- manage your breathing, your oxygen levels, your cortisol levels increased when you're stressed. So you're at your ability to digest food effectively is dramatically inhibited. So you then increase like, glucose metabolism because you're ready to fight and flight. Your heart rate increases, your blood rate increases. It goes to the muscles because you think you need to run away because this is your survival mechanism. And it's only when you can actually slow down And chill out a little bit and just kind of get back into that calm and relaxed state where you can make the right decision. It comes back to that saying, which we always say, when your emotions are high, your intelligence is low. So it's not about avoiding these situations. It's not about not being stressed. But what I want you guys to try and consider is these three states. Of sort of change. These three states of behavioral psychology, stress. These are your psychological stressors. These are the psychological states of being. So we have threat, anxiety, we know how that feels. And then we have drive, which is of course like goal, going for the goal. It's putting that plan of attack in place, it's putting that moving forward, it's, it's doing the work. But we also have this soothing state. This is when things start to kind of slow down. This is where you kind of speak to yourself. This is where things start to make sense. This is when you go for a walk. This is when you, you take a break. This is like anytime at work, if you've ever been stuck on a problem and you just kind of take a wee bit of time away from it, you come back, you go a walk, you have some food, and you just your problem solving skills become so much more effective. So just remember these three states anytime you're going through anything in these in, over these next couple of days. And what we need to try and kind of look at is how can we balance these things out in these situations? Because, again, no matter what happens, no matter how good your plan is this week, something's probably going to come up. And this is where the skill of emotional intelligence takes over. The skill of emotional intelligence. And emotional intelligence is basically just regulation. How can you go from these three states? How can you jump between? How can you bring awareness When you realize that you're you're shallow breathing, when you're not breathing deeply, when you realize that you're panicking and your mind's a little bit the place, when you feel it in your chest or your gut, when your hands get a little bit sweaty, when that fight or flight response sort of takes over and you feel stress or you feel anxious or you feel worried, how do you regulate back and balance out the idea, the story that you're telling yourself of, I'm a threat at the moment? And a very simple way we can do this is just imagery. I personally have a a really good imagery of of the beach. Like I, I love being near the water. If you would have followed me through most of lockdown you would have saw that I was doing open water swimming I was getting up and going in cold water therapy and doing that I'd lived in Australia for two years I lived in Bali for four months like so for me like the beach is just kind of the sea because I can feel the sand in my toes I can hear the waves I can smell it I can like there's just so many senses involved with the beach so maybe something for you guys to consider is like like think about it, like if, if you had, where's the most relaxing place that you can be? How can you like close your eyes and how can you kind of come back to that and practice that skill of emotional intelligence, emotional regulation? Like athletes do this. They, they've saw a significant difference from two athletes. Again, they've done their, their long jump. They imagine, like, right, I'm going to go do a long jump performance. They've done 100-meter sprint distance. They've done a 200-meter sprint distance, and they've they've all done the high jump. Now, they've done it first and foremost, and in the second group, what they've done was I want you to imagine yourself doing it faster, doing it further, running quicker. I want you to imagine yourself jumping higher. What does that look like? What does that feel like? What does that sound like when you win the gold medal when you do these things? And they noticed a marked improvements just based on that visualization, based on that image, imagination. So think, how can you maybe come back to this? Like, can you start, again, this is like why having your desk is, is set up in, in such a way, which is is calming and, and relaxing for you. Like, I don't know if you guys can see this, but my room, I have this huge print of like the um, Canadian Rockies, because again, I've lived, in, I've lived in Canada for a year, and I loved being outdoors, so that is like imagery for me, that no matter what I do, I can kind of just take a step back and just kind of chill out a wee bit. So hopefully this is kind of ringing home, and maybe kind of bringing up some, some ideas. And uh, trust me, team, it's a lot better than you're fucking useless. Like uh, I'm sure we've, we've all had that. So in the chat box, those who are here at the moment, what's been your biggest takeaway so far? Uh, if you have any questions with that, like how do we kind of go into visualization or how does it work? Because it's great me saying be more mindful, I suppose, rather than uh, mindless. And just kind of, uh, that's kind of the difference, isn't it? It's, it's being mindful, being aware of your thoughts, being aware of how you're feeling, being aware of how you're acting. Mindfulness, uh, mindless is where you're just, you're not thinking, you're just reactive, you're just all over the place more than anything. So it's the difference between like mindfulness and like like, I suppose meditation is emptying the mind and emptying the brain. So Jay's there saying his imagery um, is really, really important. Uh, We've got visualization, but it's not just about sort of daydreaming. Yeah, it's about setting sort of that intention. Isn't it just behind everything? Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Um, And then the last one I want you to try and consider is, and I've I've used this before, and I think it's such a great analogy, is like you only lose, you only fail when you ever stop playing. When you go to the arcade and you've got the coin pusher game, you know, the one you put the 10 p's in and then all of a sudden you get back like a pound and you need to put in like two pounds and then you get like five pounds back, but you need to keep playing. You need to keep making those deposits. Every workout you do, every drink of water you have, every food, every bite that you take, every plant, all of these little things are just little investments and it's kind of that investment into like your future self. You're thinking, you know what? Like, see the see ninety days from now, the work that you do today, the work that you do tomorrow, that's when that's going to pay off. You losing a stone, you bench pressing fifty kilos, you fitting into a different dress size, you dropping a belt size. It's about. It's honestly, it's like it's ninety days away. It's ninety days away. It's just about playing the game and I said you only lose when you stop playing when you think a little bit broader it's not about what you feel that you should do team it's more about who you are so don't think about what you should do in these moments don't think about that ask yourself how do I want to feel in a week's time how do I want to feel in a week's time and I want you to I'm going to put on music for sort of 30 30 30 to 60 seconds and I want you to write down how do I want to feel and what are three things that will help me feel like that so team 30 seconds on the clock away we go Good stuff. Good stuff. So, um, last thing that I will leave you with is this idea. Um, This person looks like he's overdone it a little bit. And uh, as we head into the festive season, it's very easy for us to feel like we've overdone things a little bit. Um, And guys, look, it's perfectly fine to enjoy Christmas and not diet. And this is what's really interesting. Like, When we show you, when I show you that slice, like you can taste it. Maybe your mouth has started salivating. Maybe you can smell it. And this is kind of what it comes back to when we speak about imagery. Just because I've shown you pizza, you can taste it. You maybe think about your favorite place. The idea of pizza now sounds very, very enticing. You might even think, oh my god, I could really go a pizza. But guys. Notice that it's just a thought. That is just a thought. You don't need to act on that thought. Just bring awareness to that thought. And this is, again, what we speak about when we think about imagery. Like, when, notice, like, if you if you do it, if they, they do brain scans on, like, people who are addicted to drugs or alcohol or whatever it is, or gambling. Gambling's the one that they do. Seeing people walk in, like, if they were sitting in a room and they played the noise of, like the bells going and what they found is they were more like when they when they knew that that was coming the anticipation of hearing the slot machines actually increased dopamine it's the anticipation of it rather than actually taking the drug rather than actually gambling so it's the exact same thing with pizza who's ever got really really excited about the idea of a takeout and then you got it and it just never was quite sort of the thing that's just imagery that's just stories that you're telling yourself and again we just need to have some form of awareness around that so moving forward, if you are going into these situations, like I said to you guys last night, um, or about last night, is I went out, had a chippy, and I left some things um, on the on on the plate, which was absolutely brilliant. Again, it's a huge, it's a huge step. And some of you guys may be thinking, "Well, Matt, that's easy for you to say. Anytime I have something in front of me, I feel like I need to eat it." So what? The only thing I want you to 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 think about this week is when you're going into to foods look for that last bite threshold like especially when it comes down to pizza who's ever had a pizza box in front of them and then you eat like six or seven slices and then you're literally just eating the last two slices just for the idea of well I just need to finish it it's in front of me in the chat box let me know yes or no if you've ever just caught yourself doing that Yep, going to that, dinner on Wednesday, managing calories, Jay-Z, yep, uh, managing calories before and after that, so a little bit of a game plan, absolutely, awesome stuff, mate. So what I want you to just start focusing on is when we think about being mindful, it's about being aware of how you feel and how you act. So rather than just eating for the sake of eating, I want you to try and like make that decision and find that tipping point for you that is... The difference between I am eating and I am fueling myself and giving myself energy. Because eating is just an action, but actually fueling your body is like a feeling. And when you try kind of tune back into that, it's something which is very easily missed. Because what you can start to realize is, you know what, I feel full after seven slices of pizza. I don't need all 10. That's quite an empowering position to be in. And if you can just start to kind of bring awareness to that with your foods, Put your cutlery down. Have a conversation. Drink a glass. Drink a bit of water between every bite. Chew your food. Focus on the people, not the food. If you can bring awareness to these things and manage your foods, that's when you're in a really, really great position. And that's when you don't actually need to think about dieting over Christmas because you're moderating your calorie intake. And that's a really, really good position to be in. So, team to wrap up, I want to know from you guys, three simple questions. What are you most proud of from yourself over these last 30 days? Number two, how do you want to feel in one week's time and what does that look like? And number three is simply, what are the top three outcomes for this week? I'm going to put two minutes on the clock, a little bit of music on, scribble some of these things down and uh, in the chat box let me know if you do have any questions if you have any shares let me know what's been working well let me know and that just means I know who's on the call has done that so let's go two minutes on the clock team away we go period of of these last 10 days. Thirty seconds, team. Yes, so J are oh, two, two notches down in the belt, killing it, mate. Uh, feeling really happy and content. Uh, we really want to manage exercise, food management. Uh, number three is managing calories. Think about reflection. Think about daily exercise. Awesome. Alex coming in with, uh, proud to have taken the first step in joining this group. Absolutely. Uh, he wants to feel accomplished, like I'm moving forward in the right direction at the start of a life-changing journey. Me, absolutely. Right, so let's get really, 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 really specific. What exactly does that look like? What is the action which you like? Putting the 10p into the game, what does that actually look like? Is it again, I'll see you tomorrow, at seven o'clock in the morning, Alex. Like, that's our gym sessions. I get it, brother. And um, so, again, like, how else can you feel that? What else can you do that will make you feel accomplished? If that is planning your meals, if it is planning your day, if it is going to bed at the right time, because these are the things which we need to start looking at a little bit broader, a little bit bigger. Uh, So awesome stuff. And then exactly that, lock in those top three outcomes for the week, because if you don't know, if you don't know what to go, if you don't know, like you don't know you're on the right path, unless you give yourself that direction, unless you give yourself that focus. Um, any questions? Any shares? Any What's been working well for you guys this week? What's been your, your biggest takeaway? Um, those who are here, Jay, if you want to unmute, uh, let me know what was your biggest takeaway and if there's anything else you want to add on to that at all. You're on mute there, Jay.
1: No, hello, hello. Yeah. good? yeah. Yeah, just... Uh... Yeah. What we are talking about earlier um, in
0: the chat, and just the, the whole thing about should, you know, it's not about should, it's about accomplishment, it's about what I want to achieve, how do I want to feel. Um, yeah. And, as I say, two belt it in the right direction. So I'm feeling good, we'll carry on, it's all down to just
1: eating less,
0: to be honest. Yeah good stuff mate good stuff and and, and as I know that we spoke about that is, it's great that you've got the plan and you know when things fall into place but we also need to have that sort of when things don't go to plan how do we kind of keep on top of that so hopefully that last bite threshold is something that you can kind of think about especially when you're going out for dinner uh, awesome awesome uh, anyone else again Alice, is there anything you want to share or if all good just in the chat box give me an all good or if you want to unmute and if you, there's anything you want to say or anything you want to get off your or share alex uh, do let me know if not just give me an all good in the chat box and we will close off there that was nice compact 30 minutes i think that was everything that we needed um alex uh, no i'm all good uh, just looking forward to getting the the first week done awesome awesome i'm going to close the recording off there and uh yeah
1: absolutely